You're going to community college. You're going to be a waitress at a local diner, and you're going to get fucked good by the town bad boy in his leather jacket. And he ain't smart, and he hasn't read Marx's Capital. No, he's going to fuck you good. And you're going to go, and you're going to suck his balls, and you're going to lick his taint, and you're not going to eat his ass, but you should, because you're not going anywhere. Settle in. I know you say we don't have to get specific, but I would like to get specific. You want to get specific? And address these rats fleeing the sinking ship. (laughs) No one's listening to this thing anymore. Oh, sure. But we've kind of come to this juncture several times throughout this podcast evolution. Well, and it's not even a bit anymore. We used to joke about like, (laughs) there's a little like collar tug element to it. Like, you guys uh, stop listening. Oh, well, that was was the point all along. And then you realize you're screaming into the (laughs) void. And you go, now I wish people were listening. Well, there was a point a long time ago, I remember I was like, oh, uh, uh, six people are listening, so that's fun. We had like a hard six people listening. We're not, we're not quite there yet, but we're probably on the way. Well, I, I know all about being a hard six. I would say I'm a hard six in life. Oh, Attractiveness, nice. intelligence, what have you. I would say, you know, physically I'm like a tan. But yeah, I, would, I wouldn't really worry about it. It's one of those times where it just, you know. It's just you and me uh, just hanging out again. <laughs> it's as good a time as any to do like midterm coverage. Oh, uh, I haven't I haven't looked yet. When I go home, I'm going to look and see. Uh, it's tough because um, the way we do ballots now, it's it's not really like a a night where they're counting the votes. It's like mail-in ballots and things are going to come in later on, and that's often very very heavily Democrat. So it it's what's confusing. It's it's why there's always this argument of it's fixed, it's rigged. It's because Republican skews old. It just does, um, and so they all wake up early and take their little pills that are marked in the T thing, and then hop into their cars or get driven down to the poll station because they're not doing anything, and they all vote, and they're all votes. They all get counted early. And so the Republicans go, oh, boy, we're winning. Look at that. Ha <laughs> ha, red wave, baby. And then all of the people who are younger, which skews liberal, uh, get done work or have time to vote or have mailed in their ballots or found alternative methods. Uh, those get counted later. And then suddenly it starts to look more even. And suddenly it's rigged. It's a fix. Uh, and it's, it's one of those Schrodinger's Republican kind of things. Like if we win, we beat the cheaters, but if we lost, they cheated kind of things. It's like, if you won, how, uh, how did, how did you beat cheaters? (laughs) That's, uh, that's the question I'm going to ask because so many different places have been talking about, you know, how Trump was really, like there are people who by the end of this week might win and be elected who are deniers of the previous presidential election's validity. And they got elected. But they deny that the election process works. And that's kind of (laughs) scary. That scares me a little bit. Uh, So I'm waiting for 
like just either really, really upset people or really, really upset people. Like this is a weird week for America. <laughs> Democracy is on the ballot. I don't know if you knew that, but everybody's squawking that at you 24-7. Yeah. Well, and it's weird where we live because, you know, I don't think you really have to worry about it in, in Vermont. Things are pretty chill here. Yeah. Things are pretty chill here. Peter Welch is going to walk away with it. Yeah. Uh, Phil Scott is pretty much reelected. Yep. Well, no one's going to... There's going to be... I can't, I'm really interested to see how many people voted for Malloy. Deploy Malloy. Malloy. Hey, that was a great ad campaign. Yeah, but people Deploy are... Deploy Malloy. People fucking hate the guy because when you drive up through Burlington, some asshole stuck one of those fucking signs every 20 yards. Who is he? I don't know anything about him. Uh, he's just a really super wealthy conservative dude who came from out of state. Was oh, the, a carpetbagger. Yeah, some flatlander. A, me, a Mehmet Oz, if you will. <laughs> Showed up and uh, thought he could win. Was a, a military man and ran on that and has conservative values. and blah. I don't really know too much about the guy, honestly. I just uh, heard he was, you know. You can't were, milk the military thing too much. My girl Tulsi did that and they laughed her off the stage. Yep. You got to be careful. Mm-hmm. You got to be aware at all times of how much juice you got left. Politics is a that tough is, game. That is the thing that I wonder about Trump. How much yeah. juice does he have left? I think the real... He's expected to announce that he's running again in like a week. It's weird to talk about Trump in politics because Trump is not a politician, right? Uh, he is something completely different and he doesn't play by the rules. Like before you started talking about Trump, I was going to say it's... Politics are a difficult line, like what you were saying. Like you can't, you can, you can claim identity to a certain group, but if you go too far, that group will say you're pandering. Um, if you don't go far enough, you won't get their attention, and there's no point in having that in your corner at all. You know, uh, Trump doesn't play by any of those rules. He just again walks out and insults people. It's weird. Uh, there's the question I posed to somebody the other day was in reference to DeSantis who at one of his rallies he was mocking. He came up with some name for this. Sanctimonious. And yeah. I'm like, well, that's useless well, that's because nobody in your base knows what sanctimony is. And then the next day he was talking about what a great leader this guy was, Ron DeSantis. Oh, what a, what a great job he's doing. Fantastic. And it's like, okay, but you just fucking insulted him. You just got done fucking insulting this guy. But Trump is a 16-year-old high school mean girl. And you turn right the fuck around. That's what's so funny about him. And you ask people, you're like, you don't see the hypocrisy in being able to do this. Like, well, you know, like pe- people don't care anymore. At least when it comes to Trump and his, his supporter, people don't give a shit. I think this is sadly going to be one of those things we're all going to be really upset about in a couple more years because the Democrats are setting themselves to lose because we're hung up on things like uh, morality and policy and various and you know, all these certain ideologies that you want your candidate to hold or maybe you're going to vote third party or maybe you're going to do and Republicans don't give a fuck. Republicans want to fucking win. That's it. They don't give a shit. They will vote 10 times out of 10 against their own fucking self-interest because elon musk a billionaire is cool he's a cool fucking dude and he's voting republican he has hair plugs you shouldn't trust him and that's gonna be the reality here's the thing the republican party post trump 2016 
has trickled down so that we've gotten in its purest essence, much like ghost pepper extract. We have Trumpism. The people that are left with Trump right now are the true believers. You lost a lot of other Republicans and conservatives along the way. Sure. It doesn't mean that anyone that voted for him didn't vote for him all of a sudden. But you see people like... A guy that I think is going to run for president, I think he's getting ready, Mike Pompeo. He lost a bunch of weight. He wrote a book. He's going on the lecture circuit. I think Mike Pompeo is going to run for president. And here's the thing. He's got the juice. He's got the stroke from being in the Trump administration, but he's also been distancing himself from Trump. I think Trump took a couple shots at him, Yeah. much like Mike Pence, who I think is also going to run. I think Chris Christie's going to run, but I don't think any of that fucking matters because the only person, if it's Trump and everybody else, the only other person that's going to win is DeSantis. He yeah. is the prince that was promised. Sure. Everybody's talking about it. So if DeSantis gets in the race, it's DeSantis's to lose. And Trump's out. He won't get the nom. The Republicans will not be like, eh, Trump. They're all going to fall hard in line behind Ron DeSantis. And that's going to be their guy. If he doesn't run then everybody's fucked because you're left with Trump. It's a delicate, delicate thing, right? Because assuming that if Trump does run, that Trump would back down is laughable. And so even if he doesn't secure the, the nomination, the GOP nom, uh, he'll keep fucking running. Fuck you. I'm going to do it anyway. And he's just going to take a lot of fucking votes with him. Doesn't matter. He doesn't give a fuck. He's just going to take them. Those people who are behind Trump are not going to fall in line with the Republican Party. They're not going to do it. And to be fair, I, I would argue the GOP as a whole fucking hates Trump. They have to suck his fucking ass because if they He is don't, popular and he was the president. Yeah. And a lot of Republicans are very happy with a lot of the specifically economic policies under Trump. I also realize hate fucking sells to their base. Anger conspiracy make them feel special and they will fucking support you and i think there's a lot of people who held their nose and pulled the lever for him mm -hmm. he was not their first choice no, i think you're right but he was the guy you know I what i to, mean i hate to generalize you're right but i you know i think that the thing that you have to give republicans for is they will vote republican they, they they will make sure their guy wins. Dude, that's why they get shit done. They're they're the Lannisters of this shit. They yeah. they play the long game. Whether you like their policies or not, they enact that shit. They don't give a fuck. And that's the thing that always pisses me off about the Democrats. Um, don't get me wrong. Everyone wants to talk about their majority, but they always like to conveniently ignore cinema and mansion. Um, uh, you know, but they don't really get shit fucking done. Uh, they always want to talk about bipartisanship. And reaching across the aisle, and then the Republicans gain power, and they're like, fuck you, and they just fucking steamroll. They get everything that they want done. And it's not the kind of shit they promised they're going to do, it's the shit they wanted to do. Colon streams, fuck it, done, boom. They don't, get, it's, it's, they, they don't care. They want to make more money, they have a lot of money in oil and coal, <laughs> they're going to fucking do it if they get power again. Uh... <laughs> I don't I don't understand how everyone's confused about this. It happens every couple of years, right? We just kind of flip-flop back and forth and we're like, I didn't like that guy. I'm going to vote the other way. And then those people vote the other way and the other guy fucking sucks in some way and they're like, fuck that. We'll vote the other. 
And we just kind of keep flipping to one extreme and the one guy gets in power and goes, oh, the other guy did this other thing and I didn't like that. We're going to do away with that. And kind of wipes that thing off the board. And a couple years go by and the other guy goes, oh, we like that thing. We're going to bring it back. And they bring it back. And that's what we've been doing for a while. Spin zone? Spin zone. It's a nice tradition. <laughs> it's nice to have things Great. to look forward to to mark the passage of time. Yeah. And like I think women's that's right. It's just so, so magical. Right? You know, I thought that was done. They all said that was all, that's all, it's precedent. It's all precedent, right? And then like, well, divine precedent. Actually, I will, says uh, one of the judges. And the precedent he cites is from the 1300s. Isn't that fun? Here's the thing. <sighs> you talk about people like Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. Sure, I did at one point, yeah. Um, I would absolutely vote for that presidential ticket because I, if there's one thing I love more than, <laughs> Rory, if there's one thing I love more than a wild card, no. it's two wild cards. Okay, but then, look, Trump's going to run, look, here's the wild card. It's Trump with VP DeSantis, right? They just go, fuck it. Or DeSantis, VP Trump. Never going to happen. Never going to fucking happen, right? In, in That's either incarnation, never going to happen. Probably what we might see is Trump, Marjorie Taylor Greene. We look, you laugh. She could be his Sarah Palin. That could Very fucking happen. That's a real fuck. If not in this universe, right? In some universe. It is the universe truly infinite? And if it is, we must exist somewhere else also doing this podcast. He should go with Kari Lake because A, Arizona has become like <laughs> a highly contested state and they've got some real chemistry. I don't know if you've seen Donald Trump and Kari Lake out there mixing it up, but they really kind of, they got a nice thing going on. That's beautiful. It's bigly, huge, tremendous. What if he just <laughs> sweeps off, like he's like, uh, God, uh, what's... What's the name of that obnoxious guy? They reference him on South, uh, not South Park. They reference him on um, Family Guy, and he's very conservative actor. Uh, James Woods. James Woods. What if he just picks someone out of the blue? Fuck it, James Woods. You're my VP. Why not? Just boom, grabs him out of. I don't know anything about. My vice president is my dry cleaner. Matthew McConaughey shows up. What if he asked Matthew McConaughey uh, to be his VP? I can see him asking. I don't know if I can see Matthew McConaughey accepting because he would rather be the governor of Texas. Yeah. And that would make him a Trump ally, ostensibly, because he himself <laughs> is not going to turn the state Boudreaux. blue. And I honestly don't know how like Stupid. woke and democratic that Matthew McConaughey actually is. Mm. He might be a little more Texas Republican yeah. than he lets on. I have nothing I, to back that up, but instinct. Yeah. Well. You can't be that chill and not have a few... Have a few skeletons in your closet. Have a few, you know, Bob Dole memorabilia pieces. In your uh, closet. I just like the way they clean my floors. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. Wow. wow. Why do you? Why are your bed sheets a Gadsden flag? <laughs> <laughs> it's ironic. Silly. I'm not sure it is. Is it? I all right. <laughs> what are these robes in your closet? <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen The Watchmen? Get out. <laughs> we uh, let's fantasy book. I would say at least a three-way election, a three-way dance, or potentially a four-way, because I'm going with, and you can tell me what you're going with, for the Republicans, I'm going with Ron DeSantis uh -huh. with Vice President Mike Pompeo. 
I think Pompeo's going to run. I think he's simultaneously got the stink of Trump and the stink of abandoning Trump on him. He's not going to get the big nod. But he's a heavy hitter, and Ron DeSantis is not worried about wokeness. It's not like, I have to do a lady. I have to do uh, a person of color. He's not bound by that same thing that, like, let's be totally honest, made Joe Biden pick Kamala Harris. Fair. I mean, you know what I mean? Fair. It's not a bad thing on its face to say we're going to add some diversity to the administration. Absolutely. Yeah. But Also, if he dies. <laughs> you know, but it, like... <laughs> he he just basically yeah. comes out and says it, and the Democratic Party like wants to try to do the right thing, and they just step on rakes all the time. Yeah. So anyway, we've got Ron DeSantis and Mike Pompeo. Pandering. Yeah, fair. We've got, I love your idea of Donald Trump, and I'm going to say Donald Trump and Kari Lake. I'm not going to say Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm going to say Kari Lake. Yeah, because I'm, I'm obviously, yeah, I got that one. Because she carries Arizona, yeah. and that's going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. Now, the Democrats are the big question, Rory. Are they going to run Uncle Joe and Kamala again? Yeah. You really think so? Yeah. You think they're that stupid? Right in the face. Right in the face. I, I agree that they're that stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. So that's easy. And I, I agree with you, except I I who I kind of want to defer with, like, who else would Ron DeSantis run? Just because... Yeah, yeah, revisit that. Um, well, we'll come back. To I, I won't say the same thing you did just because that's not fun. So I'm like really trying to rack my brain and, and think of a good pick. But I'll just go with the wild card and say something crazy, right? Ron DeSantis and Ted Cruz. And they run together. It'll never fucking happen. <sighs> It'll never fucking happen. Ever, ever, ever. Dude, um, I'd rather watch my grandparents have sex and vote for that. Ticket. Because Ted Cruz, if he does, he'll try to give him like he'll try to go on his own. I don't think he'll run, but. If he does, he'll try to go at his own. But Ted uh, Cruz is so wildly unpopular with even his own colleagues, he would be suicidal. Apparently, there's a rift between Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert. So there's always the chance that it's Trump and Marjorie Taylor Greene versus Ron DeSantis and Lauren Boebert. Just intellectual titans. But, you know, I actually give Ron DeSantis credit. I think he's a smart fascist. So he'll he'll pick someone smarter than Lauren Boebert. He is 100% a politician and a tactician as well. Yeah. So he's not going to, he's not, again, like I'm saying, he's not bound by the same rules as no. maybe everybody else. So we no, know we've dude, got a Trump dude. third party, but we're both picking DeSantis for the Republicans. You know, uh, it's tough to say, man, because you don't have to. Well, look, you balance it out. It's like what, we, we, it's like what I said before Trump takes his whole fucking base with him. He takes yep. all of those people who, right now, if I were to go, hey, who are you going to Trump done? What if he Trump? How about if they Trump done every single time? There, There is no wavering in prison. Don't care. They'll write him in. Well, and what to be fair, that he didn't actually get thrown in prison. Are you kidding? Yeah. How dare you listen to the lamestream media? This is a ruse. I don't know what that is, but I just know it is one. It's a ruse. No, they 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 will absolutely follow him no matter what. And to so the jaws of Cerberus himself. So that's a given. However, that group has been reduced in size since 2016. Of course. They're enthusiastic, but they're not in the same numbers. So the uh-huh. Republican but is in the enough? game, especially with Biden and inflation being like the name on everybody's lips. Look, look, the thing is we we give these people credit and we don't give these people credit the trumpers right are the republicans in a position right now after the last election they had are they confident enough where they can look at trump and the votes that he brings from 
every single state in the country and go, we don't need those. We think we can cast him aside intelligently enough where he won't have a big old hissy fit and just run third party and take all those votes. Because the big thing I'm hoping for, again, is even though the Democrats are stupid enough to run Biden again, um, that it won't matter because Trump's going to have his hissy fit and he's going to pull so many votes away from from the Republicans to the third party that he splits the vote and ruins the Republicans' chances. Yeah, and the Democrats walk right into re-election. So I want the... Uh, you know, I want Ron DeSantis to win, but I'm going to go ahead and say Trump, Marjorie Taylor Greene, because I think people that right now are dumb and spiteful. Yeah, uh, we can agree on that. But here's my question. <laughs> if you can, because this is the kind of the sandbox I would like to play in fantasy booking wise. OK, if we're assuming Trump is going to run no matter what, he either gets the Republican nom or he goes third party. That means you're allowed to fantasy book another Republican ticket. In pure theory, uh-huh. like mine is Ron DeSantis and Mike Pompeo, and then my like Trump option is Trump and Kari. Like, do you have another Republican option if it's not Trump and Marjorie Taylor Greene? Trump doesn't run or Trump doesn't get the nom and then decides to run third party. Either way, there's a Republican contender and a VP. Who you got? Oh, definitely DeSantis and somebody. Uh <sighs> trying to think about somebody who said anything ludicrous it's not even ludicrous like yeah fuck it i'll just go with the santa's ted cruz yeah okay just to be crazy i think that uh, would be suicide for ron DeSantis. but yeah well the shit they did uh in tandem where they sent off the immigrants to martha's vineyard um you know that was or was that him and abbott that was greg abbott, that was yeah. greg abbott. Well, maybe that's who he runs with maybe he runs with abbott I mean, crazy that, as that is, Abbott's kind of fucking hated, though. Well, and that's the thing is outside of Texas, <laughs> you know. But that's the thing is, I think one of them you can't send both of them off. One of them has to stay and run their state. And I sure. would say they probably need Greg Abbott in Texas more than they need Ron DeSantis in Florida. Florida's pretty locked up. Yeah. Texas is too. But like, but the question is, is do, does Texas want to get rid of Ted Cruz? <laughs> I think every I think or Ted Drake. Cruz's mother wants to get rid of Ted Cruz. Or she wishes she had. Do they love him? See a big you know, they they love they love their Ted Cruz. I don't know. When I was in Texas, I didn't like Ted Cruz. <laughs> it's hard to say. If there's a sample size of one. I'd like to throw my hat in there as Look well. I also was not a fan of See, Raphael Theodore Ted that. Cruz. That's a massive that's a massive poll right there. And so far, one hundred percent negative towards Ted Cruz. Wow. Wow. But you I can say my grandmother loves the guy, so... Listen, your grandmother's a bitch. Uh, <laughs> no. She listens to this. <laughs> hey, Gam Gam. Um, uh, can you imagine if your, your your grandma was just living on those fuckers? She's like, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so... We've got our Ron DeSantis Republican picks. We've got Trump locked in. Let's revisit the Democrats. Uh, I would like to propose one of two things Yeah. in this scenario, if this informs what you pick. We have Biden and Kamala locked in by default, right? Yeah. But if they decide not to run or the base doesn't rally around them and someone decides to like primary from the left or from the right, we have a slot open to build another Democratic team, an alternate ticket. So who would you Ooh. build in a world where either... Um, Biden-Harris didn't run again 
or they got primaried from either side by two other people. I mean, it'd be crazy to watch AOC run, but she won't. She couldn't get it. She wouldn't get any nomination. She wouldn't get the votes. No, it'd be a disaster. No. Uh, I wonder if Pete Buttigieg will run uh, again. <clears throat> you know? I, I think the people have spoken, and they don't want what Buttigieg is putting down. He is For a guy who can claim so many different things like dabbles in 11 languages plays the piano can do like james joyce from memory he's yeah. the most boring person alive yeah because he's he's smart and isn't putting on a game because he doesn't have it you know what i mean and that's why they won't have him which is really fucking sad <laughs> honestly yeah we, we do need he's, kind of an emotionless vulcan robot in the white yeah. house we need somebody who's just going to do the right thing you know <laughs> wouldn't that be nice Depends on what Pete Buttigieg's definition of the right thing is, but I'm sure. I, I, I mean, like I, I mean, like the cold, the clinical. Comb. Yeah, you know. But like, who else? Who else do the Democrats have? Who do you think? Uh, who do you think would be a great? Bernie Sanders can't run again. No, they you can't know. dust his old ass off. He'll <laughs> turn into powder. Who else we got? You know, who's who's the who's the proto Sanders? Who's the not proto? Who's the like? Who's the next? Uh, there's a bug on the floor. Sorry, I was sitting there staring at. Oh, it. sick! Hey, buddy. Look at him go. Anything you'd like to say to the people at home? Oh, he's flying I away. Can't, you can't say that, sir. I have many Jewish friends. Oh, that is awful. Step on it. Um, <laughs> Anti-Semitic bug. What is that, a little stink bug? I think so. Yeah. Smash it. Let's find out. Um, <laughs> it's horrible. Live and let die. The Beatles wrote about it. Which is ironic because that's kind of a beetle down there. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Life comes at you fast. <laughs> Anyway, the really, Democratic Party. That fucked with me, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who else would run. That's why I think that they're going to just go, eh. Dude, the guy is fucked. He's going to fall over and burst into flames any day now. And I'm sure. sorry, Kamala Harris sure. ain't up to the job. No, no, she's not. She'll shit her pants. She'll shit her pants. There's no shame in shitting your pants. But well, knowing you're going to do it, wouldn't you try to avoid it? She shits her pants and dies. And then who's it go to? Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> At this point? Yeah, that would that would make Mitch's head explode. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, no. It was right in front of my eyes the yeah. whole time. Yeah, no. The, the sad thing is the Democrats don't really... I don't, I don't know who would... Uh, I, don't, I don't know who would run. I mean, my friends on the political pod probably be screaming at me right now. This person! Stacey Abrams! Yeah, I can't. If she doesn't win the governorship! Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who would be a good choice, to be honest. That's the thing, is the, the, so the Republicans... I'm the point. I don't, yeah. I don't have anyone that I'm looking at in politics positively. There's only the people that I hate. <laughs> Like well, the Republicans have a it. lot of all-stars, dude. The Republicans are really fielding like well, a 1992 Olympic basketball dream team here. I mean, it's it. what a tremendous time to be watching this take place in the great sport. The Democrats, it's a little thin on it because it's a lot of people who need to stay where they are. AOC is still a Padawan. Nancy Pelosi oh, yeah, is sticking yeah. right in the speakership. She needs to... Yeah, no. <laughs> we got to start developing people, though, because... If you do run with Biden Harris and they do win again, you're gonna you've got four more years to figure out who's coming next. Yeah, they don't even have to be super young, you know. They just need they to be not older be than younger. dust. Yeah, sure. They just need to be not older than dust. Like I look at Marjorie Taylor Greene. How old is she? Fifty? I don't know how old she is. I don't know. We got to be done with these Draculas. We got to yeah. start electing like some some irrespective of the politics, but the age and charisma wise, sure. the JFKs of the world. Uh yeah, we won't because we won't trust them at all we are we a are 43 year old we 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 look at the millennial generation you know we look at our generation and the gen xers the, the people above us as as lost children like that's how the world media uh you know everything kind of portrays us 
we are we are lost violent children who never got the reins you know what i mean the boomers and that class of people just slightly younger than them that you kind of call gen x but kind of call boomer you don't know what to call them you know um they just held power in this country like that's all they did like they 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 wanted to hold on to power so fucking much they raised the age of retirement they 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 took as much money as they could they raised the age of retirement uh the ones who made a ton of money never let go of the positions um and so the next people below them who get the position position aren't going to have it nearly as long as most of them had it. They're not going to be able to build nearly as much wealth towards retirement. They're going to have to hold on to those positions as long. Our generation's screwed. <laughs> you know what I mean? And especially when you look at it politically, you would look at someone old enough to be like, because how old do you have to be to run for president? 34? 35. 35, right? Okay. So if somebody was 37 right now running for president, the, the nation will look at that person and go, they're way too fucking young. They don't know shit. They're just a fucking kid. Because we've been electing people who are older than fucking cancer. It's ridiculous. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like the line of how old they are to where democracy was born. <laughs> Holy shit, it wasn't that long ago. That's crazy. Again, we got to bail out on these Draculas. They're, they're, they're... Biden was born... Jerry this... Nadler shit his pants on stage. Yeah. J- Joe Biden's parents, like... Got shot at at Gettysburg, and you're like, "Wow, man, it really wasn't that." We long have their ago. love letters that they wrote to each other. This is crazy. I wow. think of you a many a long night in the field, Josephine Biden. Look at that. There's a picture of Trump's grandfather f- f- right there on the line at Auschwitz, right, <laughs> right there with the rifle in his hand. Oh man, history. He's looking down the barrel of his gun. Yeah, that was back when they were known as Trump. Everybody. That was his version of staring into the eclipse. Yeah, and now. Just- Billie Eilish. Just the key to all of this. Awful, but like you know, like that's that's the problem. We'll never we'll never get away from it, and so our generation is kind of fucking doomed because we'll never really have a say. Well, we're we're so much politically. We'll have people who make a shit ton of money like Mark Zuckerberg and hoard it like greedy fucking dragons because that's all we were ever taught, you know. Well, and we're fucked because we will not. For the most part, the majority of us will not coalesce around one person that we can all agree is going to further our interests because sure. we're still divided Republican and Democrat. I would say our generation, like, frighteningly so, frighteningly polarized. Whereas yeah. if we looked at it and went, look, if you are 27 to 37, you're screwed. The other, the younger generation is too, but in terms of like advocating for our own self-interest, who is a politician we can get behind now, and who is somebody that like represents the majority of the interests for, irrespective of race and class and all of that, our demographic. Sure. Instead of just like putting up a bunch of dorks to duke it out, we just like, and I realize that's like an incredibly idealistic, naive thing, but it is literally the problem. Uh huh. So it's still valid. Well, it's tough too. Case, we're, we're we're a generation of people who were taught by media and everything, and not not to like get all tinfoil hatty and stuff, but we always looked up to a, like older figures. You know what I mean? Like when you were young and you were a little kid, you remember watching Saved by the Bell. Like they weren't your fucking age, you know? Like it's always weird when I got to a certain point in my age when I saw main characters and stories. Where I was like, I'm as old as that fucking guy. That's weird for me, you know? And you see them like taking decisions and having onus. Uh, it's, you know what fucked me up was realizing weird. that um, uh, Stu and Dee Dee Pickles yeah. were our age. Parents in their 30s, yeah. 
You look at that and you go, oh, Exhausted. fuck. Holy fuck, they could afford a house? That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Two kids in Two this kids? economy? Jesus Christ, man. Well, Grandpa's living there. Is he kicking in rent or I is wish... this more of a, you know? Well, I don't even know, man. I just wish I'd been like that age in the 90s. It seems manageable. It seems downright. Like, don't be wrong. They were Gen Xers. So, like, their lives kind of suck. Like, again, they, they fell prey to the, the thing I'm talking about. Gen but... Xers think their lives suck because that was the fashion. Well, Everything they... sucks. They Kurt, that... Things legitimately sucked for Kurt Cobain. So, I guess we're all going to adopt suffering as our aesthetic sure. and say it sucked for all well, of us they got they got more of that sweet boomer money than we did our generation they got more of that sweet boomer money i hate to say it like not all of them you know but the ones that got it ooh, they got it good uh us not so much we we got called the lazy shitty generation oh you kids got participation trophies i said they're not you gave them to us why are you mad at us yeah nobody put a gun us? to your head what is i don't understand now we're older and you got you're mad at us for the kickings you gave us i don't understand Oh, it's so sad. And I don't know. I think we're kind of screwed as a generation, though. Like, somebody recently won the Powerball. Somebody won that Powerball. It was $2 billion, something like that, right? Sick. So full after taxes, you're probably pulling home. You know, they, they tax 40%. You're pulling home like $1.2 billion in cash. If you take the annuity on the lottery, you're a fucking idiot. You heard it here. Don't ever take that. You take the lump fucking sum. It sounds really painful. You get taxed out the ass. But that money can go to work for you fucking instantly. And the annuity pays out over like 40 years. Fuck that shit. You get hit with a train tomorrow. Take the money now. Especially if it's $2 billion. You're, you're literally playing with house money. Yeah. So it's $2 billion. They tax you f- some outrageous amount. I think it's 40% of it if you take the lump sum, which I think 90% of people that win the lottery billion do. Dollars plus. Yeah. So you have $1.1 billion. You take the point one of it, you pay off everybody you have ever met. You take the most, the hundred closest people to you. I don't care who the fuck they are. Each one of those people gets a million dollars. The biggest issue that people who win the lottery have are that people they know and love sue the fuck out of them for frivolous, erroneous shit. Just sue them. They just do. People who know them, sue the fuck out of them. And it it is a big fucking problem. So you take like, literally, it sounds crazy. You take like $100 million and all of your family, all your friends, you give them fucking cash. Every single fucking one of them. Uh, and it keeps a lot of them from suing you. A lot of them because they're your friends and they're your family and you love them. But some of them, it's just to keep them from fucking suing you because you don't want to be fucking bothered. You don't want to deal with that shit. You've still got a billion dollars, right? Uh... And then you do whatever the fuck you want. You got a billion dollars. But the funny thing about that is a billion dollars is such world-changing money, right? Even the million dollars in this hypothetical that you give to those other people, that's life-changing money. And I think about everybody I know in life. If you got not a billion dollars, because I'd like to think that most of the people that I know, if they had a billion dollars, would spread that shit around, right? But a million dollars doesn't go as far. You can do a lot of things. You can do a lot of good with a million dollars. But our generation, man... There's not a person I know who wouldn't take that money and fuck off for the rest of their lives, right? Just take that. If I had a million dollars right now, like I wouldn't leave. It's not like you'd never see me again, but that's it. Like you really wouldn't have to worry if you were smart with a million dollars. You really know what to do with it. You wouldn't really have to worry for the rest of your life about anything. You might find a nice part-time job. You just throw that in the bank. You're good. But I don't really think you'd help anybody. <laughs> think about the good things you can do. You could live a modest life. Or you could live a little better of a life. <laughs> Wet your beak a little bit. I think that's what most people would do. You know? Yeah. Buy a little margarita machine to start. And it's because... Next thing you know, super yacht. The, the moral of the story is that's what we were taught. <laughs> you gave us participation trophies, but you taught us greed. 
We learned it from watching you. And that's why you're going to be in a shitty home. <laughs> the slow blade <laughs> penetrates the shield. <laughs> Talk to me when you're 75. Oh, no. You accidentally yeah. fall down the stairs. It's so wild. I'm like, how old was Picard here and here? He looks the same. Oh. I love that I reference him as Picard. Yeah. He Picard is old as fuck now. That's what he'll always be. God love you, Patrick Stewart. Patrick, he is just, yeah, he is an old, old man. I never I never went back and watched don't, those. Don't I never it. did it. Don't do it. I feel like it'll ruin it for me. I just want to see him and Riker making pizza. I heard <laughs> they make pizza in one episode. Burnt tomato. They they do. Darmok and in pizza. So, you remember how earlier I said when I love... It's wood-fired. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Vanderbilt. <laughs> What'd you say? What? Remember no, earlier? It was a true railroad. <laughs> true railroad. Moving on. <laughs> nope. Oh. Nope. <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> true railroad. Uh, and Riker sits down in a stool in that weird way he sits because he's got back problems. <laughs> I'm glad you're having a good time. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing ever. It's all I ever wanted to see. I put mushrooms on this. <laughs> I don't know why he's Gandalf now. <sighs> good times. I hope you have something else. No. because <laughs> Remember remember back when. That's all. Uh, Pepperidge Farm remembers. That's all I remember. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. No, I think the worst thing ever is um, a thought I had the other day. Everyone has this, uh-huh. but at some point in your life, there has been the closest you've ever been to drinking your own pee. Oh, like I the think most dehydrated you've ever been. I, I, I just think even being curious about it, considering it. I really thought about that, and I'm like, sure. You have people that are out in the desert who are so desperate that they're like, I have to do it. And maybe they didn't get, they got rescued just in time or like reached the oasis or found a discarded RC cola just in time that they didn't have to resort to drinking their own piss. But they got close. But some other people got close because they were just that curious. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Statistically. Look, there's tons of, like, (laughs) there's a lot of videos out there. That uh, you know, there, that shows evidently that people enjoy. We may have had a president recently who very much enjoyed pee. The thing is, he's a germaphobe, and you're a germaphobe. Would you yeah. be into pee stuff? No, mm-hmm. not I, not especially. Because guess what? It is not sterile. Look, uh, of course not. It's the that is waste. A lie. It's your body waste. It's, it's the, a lie. It's the stuff that your body's like. I don't got no use for these things, or there's too much of this in here, so I'm gonna waste this. Like again. It's why uh, isn't isn't it why like a lot of vitamins are bullshit? Vitamin C because it just you like, pee out what you don't use. Yeah, because like your body will use a certain amount, and everything else is just horseshit. Yeah, your body can only take a hundred percent of its daily um, use of unless it, unless you want to poison yourself, right? You heard it here. Rory says don't take a multivitamin and don't get vaccinated. Yep. Nope. Doesn't work. <laughs> I read that online, and Facebook does not lie. You heard it here. Okay. Um, yeah. But you've 100% in your life been curious what pee tastes like. I bet it's not good. I bet you it's, look. But you don't know that. Look, first we got to talk about, contextually speaking, context is very important. Okay, I'm with you. So diet is a huge part of it. Absolutely. Um, whether you're diabetic or not is a huge part of it. Can we do a brief thing? 
There's a crazy Reddit post. Oh, yeah. What? Go ahead. Here, here's a big important thing. Yeah. Is it your pee that you're drinking, your own pee? Exactly. Or someone else's? Exactly. See, here's the story is there's a post on Reddit from a lot, like years ago where a guy was like, I found out I was diabetic because I'd been dating this girl for a very long time and I loved her very much. <laughs> and she happened to have a very specific fetish where she liked getting peed on. So one day I was like, okay, sweetie, fuck it. I'm, let's, let's go ahead. And he brought her to the shower because he's like this is where this is happening this is not there's a hole in the ground where this is you know afterwards you can get cleaned up i'm not kissing you until you take a shower anyway so might as well do it in the shower yeah if she didn't bring the rubber sheets you got to do it in the shower yeah so she got a taste of this dude's pee and she was like wow it kind of tasted like apple juice and he's like and that day i learned i was diabetic oh no yeah <laughs> that's tough yeah that's a really tough thing you finally learn how to trust someone like that with your whole heart and you find out you're a diabetic. <laughs> you take that <laughs> leap, and what's your reward? Yeah. Well, listen, I got to figure if the guy figured out he was diabetic at that moment, that meant that he was not, what is it? Type 1 is incurable, and type 2 is curable? Uh, type or, 1, you're born with. Type 2, you develop. Develop. And is it by the time you get diabetes, though, is it type 2? Like, if you get it, you can't ever not have, like, I don't really know how diabetes works, honestly, but uh, I'm pretty sure it's like if you're One, diabetic. you have to, like, take injections and yes. stuff. Two, you can manage with diet and, like, weight loss. Sure. It won't, I think, ever, like, completely go away, but you can tame the beast. Low glycemic foods and whatnot. Sure. Okay. But one, you're sticking yourself in the belly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, oh, I got to figure that he developed it over time. So, he's just, you know, he's not, he's not going to be sticking himself in needles, but... And I think maybe he didn't know in that moment that he was diabetic, but... She did because this isn't her first rodeo. It's <laughs> like, hey, we got to bring you to a doctor. Oh, my favorite is the ones that taste like birthday cake. After. <laughs> now, now, now. Uh, it's beautiful. But that, that raises an incredibly, that was an incredible story, and it raises an incredibly <laughs> valid point, which is someone else's or your own. Well, yeah. Oh, right. I forgot. This is about drinking piss. Correct. <laughs> Stay with me now. Uh, because the thing is, I would argue that your own is the safest bet because you can control the diet component. If someone like that girl very well could have been like, yeah, let's get in the shower and get this going. And then it's asparagus pee. Oh, you know yeah, what no, I mean? That's exactly what I'm it's talking about. It's a dirty about. trick. That's exactly what I'm talking about. It's a dirty trick. Is it an asparagus pee thing? If it's an asparagus pee thing, I don't, I don't want anything to do with this nice lady. I'm sorry. No. I don't. I don't care. So maybe we're going to just stick to your drinking your own piss. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Sometimes it's people... It's got to be... Look, it's got to be my own pee. I don't eat a lot of asparagus. I'm a high water diet. Again, what color is this pee is very important. Am well... I, am I super dehydrated? Is this like I've been out in the desert, my body's used up no, all no, my no, moisture, no. and now I'm peeing what looks like watery mud <laughs> mustard? <laughs> No, no, no. This is as controlled an environment as you want it to be. Like in this instance, you decide what you eat. Look, and you do. You have great water habits. I see you because I'm a great water habit guy too. Look, I'm never without an algae. Well, I see you. It's one of those things that I put to you then. I think the answer is I don't want to drink my own pee. Okay, but we're, we're talking about the closest you... I'm just trying to get you to think <laughs> about this. The closest I've ever been I would hope would be on a day when I've had nothing... Like no soda or beer. It's been several days. It's been nothing but water. Two yes. weeks where I've been having really bland food, not a lot of salts, <laughs> and water. That's it. And someone's like, all right, man, time to drink that piss. <laughs> For whatever reason. Because honestly. It's just your dad. If you're going to stay here, you're yeah. not going to pay rent. You're going to drink piss. The only hypothetical is that I'm being forced to drink it. <laughs> 
Like, that's it. Oh, here's a little Chardonnay glass, you piece of shit. Like, one is getting thrown into my face. I put espresso beans in it. And the other one's for drinking. It's been a lot. Like, that entire day that is pee drinking time has been nothing but water. A lot of it. I When I woke up, I had my dirty pee from, yeah, from sleeping. Yes, you got to get it out of there. You have to, like, listen, if you're ever going in for a piss test, for example... You never want to go in with the pee you slept with the night before because your body was working all those. I'm going to assume you're a cocaine user, right? So your body was processing all the cocaine in your system, right? You've been on a high diuretic for, let's be honest, a couple of days because your work was like, oh, yeah, by the way, there's some pee tests coming up. You panicked because you went to the Dave Matthews concert last Friday and someone offered you a bump of cocaine. And you're like, fuck, yeah, dude, I love Dave Matthews. And one became, let's be honest, 12. You had a crazy night. You woke up in a back alley next to a Barbie doll in Atlantic City. So the next week when you found out that the week after you were going to be having a drug test, you stuck to high diuretics. You know, you drank a lot of, what is it, cranberry juice, coffee. Um, peed like crazy trying to flush your system, right? So you knew that at night your body was processing a lot of the shit that was in your system. Let's You probably also took some molly. It was a crazy night. You don't really remember a lot. Dave was great. You don't like Dave Matthews, man, yeah. but you did that night. Yeah, it was a little better than you, than you expected. So maybe someone gave you something else other than cocaine. You need to get this out of your system. You really need this job, okay? This is the third one. In like fucking six months, you really, you got to hammer it down. It's starting to get a little weird. And so uh, you start drinking a ton of diuretics, you know, and uh, you wake up the day of the test. You make sure to uh, drink a lot of water and pee that morning. Super important. Every night before you went to bed, obviously, you're drinking a lot of water. Well, and you don't want to go nuts on the water close to go time because you'll dilute your sample and they'll know this motherfucker's trying well, to pull they'll up make the fast you go one. again. Yeah. They'll, if they care, if they give a shit. Because, like, the way around that, obviously, is you drink some coffee. You don't, you know. Right. You don't want to drink too much because, again, you don't want to flush any potential shit that might be in your system into your pee. But right? we're talking about drinking pee, not coffee. Ah, uh, yes. So back to you drinking pee. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. The point of that long-winded story is I would treat the, the pee drinking like I would a drug test. <laughs> and okay. I would, I would flush my system of all impurities. So you know what this is? This is officially the most you've thought about it and the closest you've gotten to drinking your own pee. Yeah, great. What a great thought experiment. You're Thank welcome. you so much. But I'm saying, if I had to, if I was being forced, that would be the process. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, I can't drink my pee now. Why not? I need two weeks. And it's just me working out heavy. Rocky Four theme song. Oh, that's not bad. I was going with You're the Best Around. Um, oh, I thought you were doing She's Got the Look. That's not bad. I heard I was, you over there. Uh, I was like, what? I was going, You're the Best Around. Oh, I heard. Oh, that's not bad. She's Got the Look. is That's a, that's a different I legit montage. thought that was what you were doing. That's when I'm trying to look pretty she's got the look yeah that's me just probably barfing on a t-shirt that's me my hair has grown really long and they do that thing where you and a couple of other people are sitting in the salon and the chair turns around and my hair is up and you're like, eh, no and they style it again but eventually they turn around what they've done is they've cut my hair into essentially the same look it was before but shorter now with more product in my hair and you guys look at each other and then you look back at me and you give a knowing nod and then it cuts to the barber who goes <laughs> and puts a thumbs up and he immediately has a heart attack and keels over. Yeah. So there's a twist. Vomit. Blood comes out the nose. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's got the look. He's got the look. 
Yep. Call an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we need to make a movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we come up with <laughs> such great movies on here. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's a good one. Is anyone paying attention? I don't think so. No, that's the whole point is that's we were allowed point, yeah. to like wax poetic about politics and drinking piss. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if anyone got through the politics to like, I don't care about the politics, man. I'm just here for the piss. I get to the other side. I like it when they just bullshit. I mean, we were kind of sarcastic and depressed about the, the politics, though. So I hope people enjoyed the fact that we're all doomed and eventually going to be trading bottle caps and silver. There was a jaunty angle to it, you know. Sure. You can get angry or you can kind of embrace it and make it your own. Have a little fun with it. It's easy to find someone who will let you shoot guns on their land. So get prepping. You know? Yeah. No automatic weapons, but semi-autos, and I don't know, you can learn how to file down a firing pin. I am not legally <laughs> responsible awful. for telling you to join a militia, because I'm not telling you to join a militia. Hello, FBI. That being said, <laughs> if you wanted I'm to. I'm just saying, there's these groups with organization. They're more like a social club of guys that hang out in camo. Who enjoy patrolling borders. <laughs> what do you know of Cliven Bundy? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm just saying, read this pamphlet, meet me at the shack. See you at Pork Rind Creek. (laughs) It's where we make our stand. Even though most of us can't stand, we're in mobility scooters. I mounted a cannon to the front of mine. I can tell you really try. You got those rugged tires on that thing. Looks like you could get up over a curb. You're ready for action. Yeah. We're going to send you to Fallujah. (laughs) You go there on a Tuesday, it'll be over by a Friday. Yeah, and then last another 10 years. Yeah. And then just pull out and fuck it all up yep. right at the end. Yeah. That was a funny thing. I saw somebody who was super mad and blaming Joe Biden for the withdrawal and failure of Afghanistan <laughs> the other day. <laughs> it's like, oh, sweetie, you have to go all the way back to the 1970s if you really want to pull this thread and see what happened. Sure, but people don't like even have the memory that at the Trump. Wasn't it Mike Pompeo? I think he, it was him who negotiated on behalf of Trump, but they they released 5,000 Taliban troops and the, the leader of the Taliban from prison. Our president negotiated that shit. Like, if we're like, oh, my God. The people who ran roughshod over the entire country are the people our president let out of prison. They were got. We got them. We spent 20 years... It well, was, they, they didn't even, want to be Islamophobic, was, Rory. That wasn't even it. They were in a different country, too. And we let them out. And they You sound Islamophobic now. <laughs> uh, no. I, it was pretty crazy. And it was like, okay, but listen, man, it was their... Co- we shouldn't have been there in the first place is the argument. <laughs> also, we shouldn't have entered World War II, you see. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's never about one thing. It's always about multiple things. No, that's life. That's important. It is never always about one thing. Yeah. Yep. So no, you never thought about just <laughs> drinking my own piss? pissing in a mason jar, maybe throwing like. See, the thing is, you don't drink it hot, and you're well hydrated. And I think you you wait until the right moment. You'll know. Is there You'll a, be peeing look, someday, and you go, "Well, this smells like elderflower." Can I be honest with you? Go ahead. I think hot piss is the worst way to drink pee, but once but someone you, would do it, once you get to regular temperature pee. I don't think adding a couple of ice cubes fixes shit. Oh, <laughs> no, no. That's where we disagree. Look, you chill the pee. If you pee. And serve it over ice. If you pee right away, that shit's coming out hot. <laughs> so immediately, you don't drink it. But I think no. the longer you wait, the worse it gets. I At dis- that point, it becomes purely psychic. Look, you disagree because you seem to be 
harboring the notion of drinking pee. I've thought of this. I, if I had to do it, it's like OJ. If I did if it, this I, is how I would have did it. That doesn't. That's not a great reference because it makes me think that you've drank your own pee before. I'm not there yet, but OJ Simpson makes an awfully good case. I think for you it. should, re, uh, yeah, write a book, buddy. I don't know. No, you. I mean, say how you would theoretically do something, gauge everybody's response, and then do it, and be like, oh, it was just a hypothetical. But like hypothetically, you take a mason jar. <laughs> And you've 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 peed a nice clear like juniper kind of like oh it smells like juniper berries I'll capture this one this is the one and it's basically clear it almost runs clear you get it in your mason jar you pop it in the fridge for a little while you go about your day you run some errands you go to the bank you go to Home Depot you pick up your kids from soccer you retch air a couple times because of the thought of having to go back and drink your piss. <laughs> Okay, come on, kids. Get inside. Soccer's over. We're going to watch Mommy drink pee. <laughs> yeah. But then you take that chilled mason jar. Put on your ceremonial robes. You put in some nice ice cubes. Everyone's chanting. I'm going to go with a citrus peel twist that you drop in there. Mm-hmm. And citrus wedge on top. Sprig of mint. That's not bad. Chow down. That's nice. Everyone else, they're all chanting reverse. Latvian Orthodox. If you've ever seen Eyes Wide Shut, that's the chanting from that. Very, very weird, very weird stuff. Uh, and they're all, it's black robes in a circle, which they've made with, uh, oh, it looks like it's like it's like a white rice. Uncooked, of course. Easy to clean up. Yeah. You know. For example. You know, I was going more in the direction of like wine mom decides she's embarrassed of being a wine mom and thinks that, you know, anything's got to be better than that. So might as well just be piss mom. Oh, I was too. <laughs> <laughs> We had different moms. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's whatever. Still played soccer. Did you play soccer? I did not play soccer. Oh, I, played I soccer. was far too chubby to play soccer. See? I would have chafed something fierce. See, that's why you don't know what soccer moms were like. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> I can tell uh, you a thing or two. A little different on my end. Maybe it's been a couple years. <laughs> if I had to say anything, I wish I could communicate it visually. I would just tousle your hair and walk away. <laughs> Tells you all you need to know. <laughs> Sport. How about me and soccer moms? You gave you a little nod on your hair there. That's never going to come out. Hair grows, asshole. I understand that. <laughs> Sport. If you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. I think um, between politics and piss, we really got a lot done today. Yeah, that's great. That's some great stuff. And also, if everyone forgets, remember, we're not really using the Instagram anymore. We don't really care. Oh, yeah. Nobody was engaging us. Uh, I might use it every now and then. Maybe I'll draw like... A picture every now and then with some pencil. Scambo Lounge, hanging out, yay. I'll just throw it up there. You should. I intentionally just posted the same picture week after week. So Yes, yes, you did. Whatever <laughs> you do has got to be less insane than that. I don't know. I don't know about that. You I don't know, man. You look you at that, that and you go, yeah, that guy definitely thought that was a strategy this whole time, but it's basically the equivalent of all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Yeah, you say that, but then I'd be like, wow, he drew like stick figures playing army with one another, and it says the Skimbo Lounge. I don't, I don't understand what that has to do with anything. Do you even know how late that's going to get you with a face like yours and you draw <laughs> pictures like that? Girls are going to be like, oh, he's so ironic and cute. Look how like funny and he's like not afraid to post the back drawing because it's ironic. I don't. I don't. I'm I a sapiosexual. 
and then you're off to the races. So Listen, don't sit there and tell me that's not. Look, the truth is, if they're a sapiosexual, then I'm doomed. They're like, wow, this guy's super cynical. Wow, that is. And I'll look at them. And go, I'm kind of a sapiosexual. That's fine. I like it when you're positive because I have no happiness. <laughs> but that's the thing: is a true sapiosexual would be smart enough to know that everything is not always beauty. There's pain in equal measures. Oh, equal measures. Again, I'm kind of fucked. <laughs> So she'd look at that and be like, well, I'm killing it in life, so I'll date this guy who says he's fucked. Oh, great balance. And we'll have an excellent, our chi will be so balanced. That's so great. That'll get us literally weeks. <laughs> hey. That's fine. Here for a good time, not a long time, am that's, I right? That's beautiful. That's that's something I got to work on, you know? Yeah. I got to work on that, that whole, like, you got to do it while you're there because one day it won't be, you know? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter where you're going. You had the experience. Because I'm like, ah, I'm not going to go do that because what if I have a bad time? A lot of times I have a good time. But I don't go do things because I'm lazy and apathetic. I guess you haven't seen the Jim Carrey film Yes Man where he literally said yes to everything. Oh, I definitely have. And I was like, that's a stupid fucking idea. Fuck Zoe Deschanel. He did. He literally did. Zoe Deschanel is the child of someone else who's famous. Caleb Deschanel. He is a uh, cinematographer. cinematographer. Did some good work. Did some good stuff. Yeah. And uh, Zoe Deschanel was like, I want to be famous. And she's like, I'm quirky. And I, they built a career around it. She's also really pretty. Yeah. And, and her, her You like her New Girl. It's fine. Whatever. I know. Honestly, when she was gone from New Girl for six episodes and they brought in Megan Fox yeah, to play fantastic. Reagan, a.k.a. Raisin, those were amazing episodes those of are, New Girl. That was the only New Girl I ever watched. And I wholeheartedly enjoyed it. And then I remember watching afterwards. Like, this is not Reagan. I don't know what this woman is and why has she come back? And I quit. It's jarring. When Jess just comes back out of the blue, you're like, no, yeah. I thought we still had time. Yeah, I, was I thought she was still recovering from her pregnancy. How did it take so little time? Oh, my God. They could have recorded an episode a day. They should have just churned them out. No. No, you could have just done Megan Fox in front of a green screen. Done some improv. Just had her do like plug and play lines for any situation. I never liked Megan Fox and anything she's ever done, but typecaster and that character she played in New Girl and it worked. Dude, she was perfect for that role. She was very, very good in that role. And the guys on that show, like not to be a male chauvinist pig, but the guys on that show are the only reason to watch it. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. So and her once- whole dynamic with Nick Miller, perfection. Look, I just don't get Zoe Day. Like, I get the stick she does. I just don't particularly enjoy it. It's not for me. And I've seen her do it in every character she's ever played. Because I watched Yes Man. And it's her doing the same. She she runs a tour where they run around taking pictures with Polaroids. That's something she does. That's so quirky. It's so quirky and fun. And I was like, I feel like I'm watching New Girl with Jim Carrey. It's just a very long episode that doesn't involve all the other characters that I enjoy more. I just want to see her in a David Fincher film. I want to see her doing something sad and depressing. Someone's like, oh, you got to watch her in this film. No, I won't. I think the saddest thing she's done is Elf. Yeah. And even then, it's still her shtick. It's Fuck just me. bitchy. I, that is her in Elf, yeah. And it, it's just her doing it with different hair. Yes. Blonde and no bangs and a poor disposition. Sure. But the same characteristics. Which is why, yeah, you don't come to New well, she Girl. she fits into that for very well as well. Yeah. Right. You don't come to her for that. You suffer her to get to the guys. And then for a brief... Also, Cece. And... That's beautiful. uh, You know, in later days, Allie, Winston's uh, eventual wife and baby mama. Okay. 
you've got you've got a lot of female talent along the way that you want to get to that you just have to get through Zoe Deschanel well, to enjoy a good CC, a classic CC and Winston mess well, around. You've seen so much of the show too, right? So is it that her character is insufferable, or is it that she is insufferable? Like, is she like is she not a good actress? Like, what is it about Zoe Deschanel? Like, because again, I've watched the show a couple times. And been like, I just don't care for this. Does like. I just don't like her as an actor, right? So neither do I. Is that what I have nothing against her as a person? I no, don't like sure. her as an actress. Do your thing. I just yeah, whatever. There's plenty of people that I'm just like I don't really I don't get it. It's I, fine. The thing is, I I don't get it. Like I understand what it is, but it's like cilantro. I do not have the enzymes to digest Zoe Deschanel. It's the same thing I feel about the guy who played. Uh, God, is it Riggs? On uh, Tim Riggins. On Tim Riggins. Yeah. yeah. On Friday Night Lights, that guy. Anything I fucking see him in, except for that part, that one character. I'm like, you're just not good, man. He's not even good as Tim Riggins. It's just Tim Riggins within the context of the story. Sure. He's just a warm angsty, body. Angsty, distant, that's it. That's yeah. like the what he does well, that character. He's angsty and distant. He can't do anything else. So sure, it kind of works for Tim Riggins. Everything I see him in, I'm just like, I just don't buy it man like i haven't seen i watched him the most recent thing i've seen him do was in the terminal list with chris pratt on amazon which is about chris pratt gets like a a brain thing and is like having memory issues and uh riggins works for the cia and obviously shit goes down and chris pratt's gotta kill the people responsible and so chris pratt being in like an action star now is funny enough but then Riggins shows up, and I'm like, I can't take this fucking movie seriously in the least. I'm sorry, it was a show. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, you might as well just get, like, Josh Hartnett in there for the hat trick. Oh, my God, could you? Could you get Josh yeah. Hartnett in there? I, I'd i be still watching that show. Make I, him the bad guy, though? Make him, like, a Dan Crenshaw guy? He's oh got, like, an eye fuck. patch and a trench coat? Look, Amazon's throwing money. Fucking throwing money at shit. Can we please try to make that happen? Josh Hartnett with an eye patch. Something happened. Oh, man. Oh, he's jaded. I've oh, invented boy. a cancer laser, and I'm pointing it at the sun. Yeah, that sounds You're that insane. Sounds <laughs> um, yeah, okay. We've got to do some writing because Amazon, they seem like they're throwing money at any shitty old thing that comes along. we got to start coming up with a pitch, um, developing a pitch. Yeah, let's do that. Season two of the Terminal... We already wrote that. Season three, the terminal. It doesn't even fucking matter, man. We're going Twin Peaks with this shit. Listen, you thought you knew what this show was about? No, season sir. one, he's trying to get to the bottom of who did it. Season two, there's other people he's trying to get to the bottom of it. It doesn't even matter what happens in season two. With our season three, it turns out those guys, it goes deeper. And they're like, we're listening. You will literally never get to the bottom of it. You will shit when you find there's another layer to all of this. And his family comes back whoa everyone shits their pants fantastic we can literally do this yeah for 30 years if you want us to yeah the layers go that deep like this is the new lord of the rings oh my god it's josh hartnett all the way down baby (laughs) all the way to the bank it's all about trying to get he's our mendoza okay if we can get josh hartnett working we can get the whole thing working like did you ever see inspector gadget how he's always trying to get claw think that except josh hartnett if I didn't sell you at Josh Hartnett, listen to when I say it like this. Josh Hartnett. Okay? You know you would buy it in the room. Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Actually? 
yeah, let's. If we did him in like a modern retelling <laughs> of Inspector Gadget, and he's Claw, yeah. he's sexy Claw. Who do you get to play Inspector Gadget? Well, it can't be uh, Matthew Broderick because he killed somebody. Um, and he already played the role. That <laughs> yeah. would just be boring. Well, I think you get you go woke and you get Jamie Foxx. I think he'd make a great Inspector Gadget. Um, Interesting choice. You know, and he's got the adopted kid who is played by. Uh, what is it? Chloe Moritz Grace, whatever. Chloe Grace Moritz, whatever. Yep. Okay. She's uh, Penny. So she's Penny. That's a good pick, right? You get in. Hear this. CGI dog, voiced by Seth MacFarlane. So we get that in the mix too. So it's basically just Brian. <laughs> so just Brian, basically. Okay. Um, the dog didn't talk in the cartoon. No, does in this one now? No, but it does now. Okay. Seth MacFarlane. I like it. We get him on, right? Pay him a fuck ton of money because he deserves it for some reason. Uh, so it's Jamie Fox. And Chloe Grace Moritz or Chloe Moritz. I, I can never tell which one goes Chloe first. Grace Moritz. Yeah, okay. Because it's always... It's Go real names, then last name. Chloe Grace Moritz. Chloe Grace Moritz. Oh, that's good. That's a good way to figure that out. It's nice. a Johnny mnemonic device. Yeah. Well, it's the people with the three names. I always fuck up the. I always fuck it up one way or another. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, he's the bad guy. Uh, I don't know. We could probably throw in some underlings. Maybe get Tom Cruise in there. He likes to do crazy crap. Well, there's the chief who's always sending, like, getting the messages that blow up on him. Sure. That guy. That's not bad. You know, you got to have someone for him. You get the guy from uh, 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 from that terrible musical documentary now. You're private live. Richard Kind. You get Richard Kind to do the, the chief. So Richard Kind is the chief. If you don't know who I'm talking about, look him up. It's perfect. It's fantastic. I think I get Nick Offerman as the chief. Ooh, that's, that's my bad. pick. That's actually pretty good too, though. I'm going, so I'm going with Nick Offerman as the chief. I think we're both pretty sold on Josh Hartnett as Claw. Well, yeah. So we're going Claw, Josh Hartnett. I'm going Nick Hoff, Nick Offerman as the chief. That's not bad. I am going Gabourey Sidibe as Penny. I'm going CGI Dog voiced by Seth Rogen. And I'm for Racist. Inspector Gadget going for Keanu Reeves. Whoa. That's not bad. Uh, Get a gadget helicopter or something. Oh, my God. And he just shoots everybody. <laughs> go, go, gadget vape. I'm actually pretty sold with that. It's just Keanu Reeves as Inspector Gadget. And instead of like solving the crime, like Penny's over there solving all the issues and figuring it out. Keanu Reeves just murders everybody. Yeah, He just... The- Figure it out, Penny. He didn't really know what movie he was making. Yeah. He just showed up. That's not bad. They told him it was John Wick 6 to get him in the room. Yeah. And it's just him mowing through people. Yeah. So that's my pick. Keanu is Inspector Gadget. Josh Hartnett. Oh, Precious is, is Penny. Seth Rogen's the dog. Nick Offerman's the chief. Josh Hartnett is Claw. That's pretty good. Coming summer 2024. Not bad. I like mine better. But no. <laughs> but pretty good. Yeah. That's good. It's nice. Like I'm gonna listen to a guy who wouldn't hasn't even considered drinking his own piss. <laughs> gross. It's not gross. It's a thought experiment. Lilacs. Carl Sagan wasn't gross, was he? Uh, Carl Sagan drank his own piss. I bet. I don't think Carl Sagan drank his piss. Look it up. I I'm not gonna. I'm pretty sure I read that on the Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, it's just noted piss drinker Carl <laughs> Sagan. You have been banned from editing Wikipedia. Oh man. Oh piss advocate Carl Sagan. Yeah, I'm like listen, man, you make you make a whole fake website. So when you write that on the Wikipedia, it has something to reference back to, so you don't get banned and it doesn't get removed. Poor administrators, like, well, goddamn, he got me there. Ah, fuck. The Hitchhiker's Guide to Drinking Your Own Piss? Noted. And we do like a whole fake thing where we, we dress me up like Carl Sagan. Billions and billions of piss drinks ago, 
I thought it was a little weird for me to sit down and have at the yellowy substance that came from my body. Actually, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a vision of an alien life form. Yeah. <laughs> if you if don't it's know who Carl Sagan was. for them, it's good enough for me. Yeah, go check that out. Go check out who Carl Sagan was. One of the uh, one of the greatest uh, scientific minds of uh, of our of our generation. I would say you could either or read life. Carl Sagan's Cosmos, or you could go on YouTube and find the video of all of his when he did that like Planet Earth series. Yeah, and then it's set to like a really trippy, auto tuned mm-hmm. musical version. Yeah, of it. take like six or seven peyote buttons and yeah. just like go for it. You will learn as much from that as you will from reading all of his books. Just I we'll, promise. Well, I promise. We'll check in on you every now and then. We'll lock the door and just you in a white room with the, with the television and that on. Just hey, buddy, how you checking in on here? <laughs> Yeah, great, super great. We'll be we'll come back in thirty. Just remember, a still more glorious dawn awaits, my friend. Here's a bucket. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's Salisbury sake tonight. Yeah. Oh, he shit everywhere here at the Puzzle Factory. Book your rubber room now. <laughs> and to that end, do you have anything else you want to talk about, or anything you want to plug? I, well, we forgot to talk about that one thing, but we can always just wait and do that next time. It's fine. Just save that. The one thing. Okay. Yep. We'll save that. Hey, content for a future episode. Oh boy, we we will not remember probably, but that's okay. <laughs> we we will not edit it out. Hey, remember that thing you were supposed to talk about? Fuck you. Yeah, you know we could tie a ribbon around our fingers, or we could let one of you jackals remind us that we had an idea that we definitely will have forgotten by this point. But all the same, interact with the show, or we'll stop doing it. Oh God, this 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 ribbon's cutting off the circulation of my finger. What was this about? Oh God, I forgot. What was I trying to tell myself? Me like six weeks ago. I'll tie this ribbon on my finger to tell myself to stop doing this so it cuts off circulation to my finger. Oh, God, I wish I could remember. What did I mean? <laughs> what did I mean by this? Oh. Confound you, Pat. so me. inconvenient. So, yeah, no, I got nothing. I wish I hadn't been kicked in the head by a horse named Exposition. <laughs> Damn you. Damn you. Damn you as me. we know who is my mother. <laughs> well, so if that's all you got. You, Alex, as you know, are my podcast host. Yeah. Uh, Co-host. Cor- correct. If I'm even real, which is a, a throwback bit. Way throwback. Am I a figment of your imagination? But I guess they'll have to find out next time on the Skimbo Lounge. So until next time, thank you, go fuck yourselves, and goodbye. Goodbye.